Hey, this is Kurt Isles coming to you. I'm coming to you from what you'd call my studio at the old house in Dry Creek. I got some sound effects in the back, background. You hear a good fire crackling. Nothing quite like a fire crackling on a cold winter night. And I'm rocking. You may hear my rocking chair squeaking a little. And then way off in the distance, my dog Bandit has got a possum, a possum cornered, of all things a possum. And he has been cutting up for a long time. And normally, here at the old house at night, at the end of Clayton Isles Road, is as quiet as the night can get. And I'm going to be showing you that in some future podcasts about just how quiet can get here and why that's important. Now, my studio here on the porch of the old house and at the fireplace, I have two studios. They're very normal, not professional, not yet anyway, but they're the perfect story, perfect place just to tell some stories. I guess I want to start off with this story about how this old house came to be. You know, houses are not what matters, what's people that matters. And I got to take you back to Georgia in the time before the Civil War. There were several families from western Georgia that decided they were going to pull up roots and come west. Now, they were traveling in wagons, so it took a long time to get across towards Louisiana. But somewhere along the line, they heard about two things that you could find in western Louisiana. Lots of land and freedom. And you know, for Americans, we've always liked those two. It's just something in us that wants land. Well, these two families traveled till they ended up in what is now Borgard and Allen Parish. At the end, it was still a very, very wild area. Louisiana had been on a state for about 20, 25 years. And they settled in this area that was known as the no man's land because there was a strip of land between the Couchy River on the east and the Sabine River on the west that separated Texas from Louisiana, Spain, or France, Louisiana. And this 50-mile-wide strip was known as no man's land, neutral territory, or my personal favorite, the outlaw strip. It's an area that didn't have law, a lot of freedom, and for whatever reasons, my family, not just this branch of my family, but all branches of my family, gravitated to this area during different parts of the 19th century. Now, we'll go back to my two families that came from Georgia. One family was named Wagnon, W-A-G-N-O-N, Wagnon. Now, Wagnons traveled, and when they got to this area, they stopped on the creek, it's called Dry Creek, and they homesteaded 80 acres there. Now, another family is with the Wagnons. Their last name was Lyles. Listen closely. It's not Isles. It's Lyles, L-Y-L-E-S. The Lyles family, who had traveled from Georgia with the Wagnons, they kept on going past Dry Creek, but they stopped about 15 miles south on Barnes Creek, and they set up a homestead. Now, in those two families that traveled here, there were two young people, probably children when they traveled here. 
But eventually, they met and married. And they were my great-great-grandparents, John Wesley Wagnon and Sarah Lyles Wagnon. And they homesteaded their own 80 acres, which is now where I'm sitting at. has been in our family since somewhere in about the 1880s. The old house I'm sitting at now, we think it was built about 1892. So my great-great-grandparents, John Wesley Wagnon and Sarah Lyles Wagnon, they built this log, one-room house, planted trees, staked their corners, and homesteaded this area. Out in front of the house, there's two majestic cedars. And my great-grandmother, their daughter, my great-grandmother lived all her life here at the old house with the wonderful name of Theodosia Wagnon Isles. And Doton, as we called Theodosia, told about these two cedars were saplings when she was a little girl here. My family has occupied this home off and on since about 1892. And what's interesting about the old house is no one has lived here full time since about 1970. That's when a generation, my family died off. They all moved to Derrida and other points. But my dad had gotten 40 acres from his grandma adjacent to the homestead. And that's when my family, Clayton and Mary Isles and their children, we moved to Dry Creek. The first two years we lived here in this old house. My mom was telling me a day about how it was, and I remember it little as a four to six year old. No indoor plumbing. There was an outhouse. You took baths in a wash tub, no washing machine, nothing like that at all. And it was pretty primitive. Now my mom, Mary Plot Isles, really was a city girl. She was not a country girl. I've always wondered how my dad got her to move out here. But anyway, they built a house that's still standing. My mom lives in it. She's 88 years old. My dad, Clayton Isles, has been dead about 20 years from now, 20 years ago. And so this uh, house that I grew up in is adjacent to the old house. I don't quite know how to describe the old house. The log room was the original part. A kitchen was built on. Down the center of the house runs what we call a dog trot porch. It's a part of Southern architecture that many of the houses that were built had a porch that ran through the middle of it called a dog trot because the dogs would trot back and forth on it. But the reason these dog trot houses existed, they usually had a porch on the front and the back and down the middle. This meant that sometimes, most of the time, you could get a breeze blowing. And so this house here that we call the old house owned 80 acres of land that was homesteaded in the 19th century by my great-great-grandparents, John Wesley and Sarah Wagner. I'd like to think what they would think about that I'm sitting here in the year 2024, on January the 4th, 2024, and just how different things are. Because I sit in front of the popping fire in a night sky tonight, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful, I wish you could see it. I think about how many things have changed, and many haven't. 
Hey, I'm glad you joined us for the Creek Bank Podcast. We look forward to just visiting with you, reading and telling stories from our 13 books, just talking about life and the history and legacy of what I call the Piney Woods part of Louisiana, Western Louisiana, the neutral territory, the outlaw strip. Once again, we'll see you next time.